The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Last Sports Talk. We are live. It is Thursday. We got Demery Lachey. They know the who I am. I don't need no introduction. I, they, I keep hearing that. I don't need one. We got two guests in the studio. We got a returning guest who loves us so much. Uh, maybe it was Malcolm that he liked because he grew up in that Malcolm time. I, I don't blame so. him. Right. My, <laughs> they, they in the car. <laughs> Sandy Silverman and Donald T. Eason. Did I say that right? That's correct. Okay, we'll get to you guys in a bit. But uh, Demery, yes, Kurt Belt Keller is not in right now. He's on location is what we understand. Yeah, why didn't we go to the Lakers game last night? You know what? I was, I, I was thinking the same thing. I saw a highlight on my phone, and I saw Kobe hit a turnaround jump shot. And I was like, oh, man, same old Kobe. But I was like, wait, why are we there? They did lose. We talked right? about it. Then the Lakers lose? No. I'm, who I'm knows? I, I didn't really care about the outcome. It's I don't just, care. Me too. Two teams, unfortunately. <laughs> I try unfortunately, to, yeah. I like, try to root for – I pull up the sports right now. I try to root for the home teams. and when the, I, We see, don't I'm, give I'm, support I, I'm to starting the to be like these people in Arizona. I'm starting to be fair weather. I live here. Root for the team that you live, where you live. I'm from Virginia. Right. Newport News, Virginia. Everybody know that, right? And, um, you know, we, we didn't really have a team except for the Washington Redskins. I never liked Washington Dallas Cowboys with my team until they fired Tom Landry and started doing drugs. Never understood that. <laughs> here nor there. I live in Arizona. I root for all the Arizona teams. We got about two weeks before the Diamondbacks. Uh, well, not, not just the Diamondbacks, but the baseball really starts. Mm-hmm. Um so I root for the Diamondbacks. We got to get to more. We got to get to more of those games. We got to get to more. We didn't get to enough hockey games. No, we, we were didn't. invited to a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was invited to a hockey game. If they played today, I think I was invited today. Those are the best games to go to. I might so go far, to I might go to the hockey every game, game I've been to so far in Phoenix. But you didn't the Coyotes see. Is the, is, is, well, I can't knock the Cardinals. So I'm not gonna lie. It's, you can't knock it's a party there. Don't be a homer now. Don't be um. In what? The, what do don't you mean? be an Indianapolis Colts guy. You know don't, me. Yeah, it's no, you almost heart. cried when I, Peyton Manning to, retired as a, a Bronco. I'm still crying. I think he's going to retire as a Bronco. He will. But you didn't see uh, Kobe last night. Did you see Jordan's final game or get to one of his tour things? No, I did not. I was yeah. Whew, I was young. No. Oh, that's right. No, that wasn't going to happen. Forget yeah. you're not my age. You're not. Forget you're just a baby. It, it's drying up behind the ear. No, it's, it's okay. not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's drying no, up. No, it's not. I ain't out seen this, it yet. Out in this desert? Yeah, it's drying up. <laughs> We do have a guest calling in also Uh, We'll talk about that Uh, He's spearing hand a whole lot of things Uh, Get into the conversation a little bit about the play in 88 How the funding can be taking place once you qualify for certain things Certain things we talk about Had a lot to do with um, uh, Sandy, Dr. Sandy Silverman uh, Coming in the first time and coming back in We'll do that Um, But let's let's go right here first to... uh, Donald T. Eason. Tell me a little bit about yourself, because if I do that, or if Demery does it, I'm going to 
leave something out or I'm going to add something that's not true. So I always like people to tell them. Yeah, I'm going to add on to it. Like So that's why that, I didn't want to do it. I would, I would, but it's going to be falsehood. Yeah. <coughs> First of all, you're from Indiana. Indiana. Speak on it. Where from, I'm from uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah, Indianapolis, Indiana. Currently. He's from, he's from uh, Gary, Indiana. I'm originally from Detroit. <laughs> Oh, you ain't okay. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I like Detroit. <laughs> Go ahead, speak speak a little and, bit about it. I'm still a Detroit fan. Okay, but okay. do you root for the uh, Pacers and all that uh, Colts and all that stuff? I do. What if, what if the Pacers and the uh, uh, Pistons are playing? I'm rooting for the Pistons. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> see, that's your friend. You see what I just did? That's your friend right there. <laughs> yeah, you about to ruin with yeah, his son. I almost, I almost got up. Right. I almost where got where up, was your man. son born? When was he born? No, where? Indianapolis or? In Detroit. In Detroit. Oh, you in trouble, man. boy. Oh, for two. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a huge Colts fan. Huge Colts fan. And when you grow up, man, and you see these teams uh, uh, at, at a young age, you become a fan, regardless of where you're from. Like I said, I'm from Virginia. You got Washington Redskins. I, I, it's not that I didn't like them. I I just like Dallas better. And then mm-hmm. when you're growing up as kids, you're playing in a neighborhood uh, against your around the corner. S- seems to be a different neighborhood. So you got your team on 22nd. Then you boys get your teams on 23rd, and we play against each other. We the Dallas Cowboys. You the Washington Redskins. Right. So that's I, when you're growing up like that. I, I can see you picking a team at a young age, and that's what you should do. There's nothing wrong with that. I was a Detroit Pistons fan also. So just let me bad throw that. Bad boys. Bad boys. Mm-hmm. Grew up on the bad boys. <laughs> and I was in high school when they was balling out too. But I was, I was also a Philadelphia 76ers fan. So I watched them yeah. guys battle with, when it was real basketball. Because I think LeBron James is a baby. He's a, probably arguably the best in the world, right? Uh-huh. Right. I think he's a little, his actions are kid-like. They are. They kid like. Let me explain what I mean when I say that. It's a spoiled generation. He's spoiled. Yeah. He he's won. Mm-hmm. Boy, you just got a lifetime contract with Nike. Who? How many lifetime contracts with Nike that people had with Nike? Back in the eighties and nineties, they weren't passing those out. Not like that. If Not Nike before you touch the court, you know what I'm saying in a professional. You better court. be glad I don't have a trillion dollars. Because if I did, every guy that I watch, <laughs> I can get to it now. Every guy that I watch play. Yeah. I'm gonna break them off something. Like uh, LeBron James, I'm not talking mm-hmm. about Jordan. I'm talking mm-hmm. about, I'm talking about uh, Pistol Pete and all those guys who couldn't make that money. The, it, the okay. avenue wasn't there for them. Right. But they helped make the league what it is because you kept watching. When basketball went down, they had to bring Jordan. Had you had to sacrifice some stuff. Well, you, I, go ahead. Well, dumb. you know, even before that, you remember uh, Magic. Magic got that first big time contract. Right. Five years for twenty five million. Right, and that was that, that was changed, huge. That oh, changed wow. the league. We like he was. <laughs> He went from a star to a superstar. Yeah, him and Larry Bird. And Bird, but but you needed a Bird and Magic mm-hmm. combination, of East Coast West Coast mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. to keep basketball alive. They created rivals, and I'm not, I'm not concerned about that. But if I had a trillion dollars, multi-trillion dollars, I'm breaking every guy off in the league. Something. I mean, I, I think Absolutely. that's the right way to do it. So let it's me say, let me say why I said respectable look, way. Yeah, I mean, these you guys got made to the pay, league. Pay homage, you know, pay to the ones who. Paved the way for the NBA. It's the reason why Jordan fell in love with the sport. It's the reason why Magic and Bird and all the guys before him in the basketball world, it's because they were watching the Pistol Peas, because the Bill Russells and Dr. J's and bringing on the oohs and ahs of the, of the game. Was the money there where it's at now, the opportunity? No, no way. But it would never would have been there for yeah. you to watch it or for you to fall in love with it if these guys were not playing. You had to see some things to change it. 
Yeah, I think they, Nike they, does a great job trying to promote like a Dr. J. I, I, you know what, Nike? I got a Nike right now, and I apologize, Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've had a Nike contract for 10 years, mm-hmm. and uh, I was doing a camp through my foundation, and I asked Nike for some shirts. I said, they don't have to be this year's shirts, old shirts. Yeah. So I want to hand them out to the kids. Um, they say they didn't have any. I thought I was talking to the wrong person. So I called somebody else. <laughs> I didn't get the shirts, so I stopped wearing Nike. I got so many. I got so much Nike stuff in my right now with tags on it from years ago because I wouldn't wear it. I was boycotting. Yeah, you was probably on the phone with Reebok I, or Adidas. I should have been on the phone with Reebok and Adidas. <laughs> I should have been on the phone. I ended up getting a glove contract for golf, and I didn't even play golf growing up. I didn't even play golf until after I got done playing football, a little bit before I retired. Wow, you had a golfing glove contract. I had a golf club contract. Um, <laughs> but let me go back to LeBron real quick so we can get off him. The, the tactics he used, they're not strategic tactics. tactics. They're not. And I'm saying the, the Twitter stuff, the calling out guys. You're a grown man. Be a grown man. That's calling out guys right. through social media. If I got a problem with you, I'm coming to your face and say, what's going on? I don't have to do all these, I'm dropping, my, I'm dropping the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers off my Twitter or I'm going to go hang out with these guys. Well, I'm to the guy... That we just got finished mentioning old school guys when they want to play in their prospective city. I didn't need a LeBron James to come play with me. I want to play against you. I didn't go to Hampton High School. I went to Mitchell High School because I wanted to play against Hampton, who was the best in our district. Yeah. Now, what happened to those guys? I mean, it's definitely, like I said, this generation in this world, and and I'm growing up in it, but even just taking notice and, you know, notice how times were before and where these guys kind of start off in the game and their professions where they were at I see it as now everyone is kind of well I'm gonna get mine you know good luck getting yours or that's, it's that's not why like you can't a, win consistently I don't see too many hands being reached out on a consistent base I mean like you said LeBron James even just recently he talked about he loved to get the dream team together with him CP3 Carmelo and D-Wade I have not heard LeBron speak about no one else besides those three guys since his career kicked off, see when I and run, it's a shame he had several tons of teammates. But I think it's that generation of you know I'm gonna get mine. You know I make sure I'm gonna have mine. That's unfortunate that they think like that. That's not a good I think, thought. I, but it's I a just think millennium that's the way thing. It is. It's not a good thought. To I'm not have. speaking for everybody, but yeah, well, not even LeBron. But I think you know, that's the generation we're in. Is that Sandy? Of, you know, like a reflection of today's times in a, in a sense too. It's me, me, me. Everything yeah. you know, just yeah. Me. That's not that's not to me. You know what? It may work for you. It may work at the end of the day. But I, I can't, I'm not around those type of guys. Me, me, me. If I got it, you got it. Mm-hmm. And we'll find a way to get more so we get somebody else with it. Right. Well, well you, know I'm a, you know I'm a minister of the gospel, right? No, nah, I don't know that because I was about to cuss and I'm still going to cuss. So you came in the corner of the sports talk show. So, minister this. Listen. Well, <laughs> well, you know, when you teach people that already love themselves to love themselves more, this is what you get. Right, so, selfishness. Selfishness, exactly. Preach. Love, loving your neighbor as yourself. <laughs> you love me, and I love me more. If you teach that, then that's what you're going. This is the product you're going to get from that. Do a lot of uh, ministers, since you brought it up, do they indulge in the politics? Because it is some politics into the city. You got to deal with a po- lot. Of, politics is a part of our like, whole life. It is. I, mm-hmm. I grew up in a family with four children, and if if it's four of us as siblings, this is how politics work. If I want something from Mama and I think you can get it, I'm gonna say you go talk I'm to Mama. So we talk they, politics. They is do part that all the time. Life. Quincy, that guy. <laughs> well, Quentin, Quincy, the guy. But Quentin don't care. 
Right. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you tell him no. You just like it. No is no. Exactly. But okay. Um, so you, you're not doing any politics in the. Uh, you in Indiana right now, right? Yeah, I am. You, you go doing the politics there? Cause you, you, you I'm, do you uh, head a church or you you part of a church? I'm the senior, I'm the senior minister. Senior church, minister. Okay, you're the senior minister. And I'm looking at trying to get on the ballot to run for uh, the U.S. Senate as an independent candidate in Indiana. Uh-huh. So we're definitely into politics. Baby, baby, you're not running here because I'm gonna run too. All right, all right. <laughs> hey, you're gonna lose against me. I'm gonna tell you because I'm gonna piss a lot of people off because I'm not gonna of go. You I'm will. not. <laughs> I just not, by that I mean I'm not gonna go with the norm. I'm not. I'm a. I try to be fair, but some people you just gotta tell them. Look, you just get on out of my face. Just yeah. go on and get out the way. Yeah. And yeah. and and if you're a minister and a senator, you are. Mm, it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait till you win. I want to see how this works out. <laughs> I can't wait to hear you doing this uh, coming up soon, I'm right? I'm trying to get on the ballot right now. I, I need to get the petition signature signed. And Denver, yeah, you can still, you still, a, uh, you can sign it because you're still a uh, resident. No, you're not a no, resident, but you, oh, you, you crossed over? Mm, yeah. Sorry. Figured you would. <laughs> Figured you'd cross over. But no, that's funny, though, because even last week when we were talking politics and with him, with Donald even saying, you know, coming up as an independent. Independent. I love and remember how you know the whole Dominican, uh, excuse me, the Republican parties, and you know where politics is in the world today, and especially in the U.S., it's it's something people are not concentrated on. So that's why you mentioned as independent. I think that's a great way to run. I think you know. I see when you, when you put these parties on it and you yeah, put these the, names the party, to it, man. Yeah. These these guys, it's like law, they're like lawyers. I'm gonna argue. I'm a um, I'm a prosecutor. You're a def- you are defense. You. We gonna argue with each other like you gonna think we hate each other. Yeah. Come lunchtime, what are we doing? We eating together. Absolutely. Of course. I, I can't do that. I'm not. I ain't, I'm not from that claw. I can't do it. I can be professional about some stuff. I'm not eating lunch with you. I don't like you. Right. <laughs> not that I don't like you. I'm like like the harsh words. It's not that I don't like you. It's like you just want to enjoy your meal. I want. Yeah, I want to enjoy my <laughs> right, Sandy. I just want to enjoy my meal, and I can't tone down if I don't like you. You're going to know I don't like it. It's not going to be like we sitting here playing let's do lunch type stuff. Right. Uh, You're going to know that. Uh, so I better not run for mayor or senator here. <laughs> I just think, Cause, you Because yeah, I'm going I'm I'm to spread the wealth, but I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money. But somehow I'm going to spread mm-hmm. that wealth. Well, see, I, you know, again, I, I still have to love you, care for you. I know some we, ministers we don't love each other. We may not hang out together, <laughs> but if if you part of the citizenry, I have to make sure you're taken care of like everybody. Let else. me say this to you uh, before we move <laughs> on for this four minute break because I'm about to cut you all your mic off. Um, <laughs> this uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be a minister, but I, I don't tell people this. But you know, I, you know how you have these, uh, and Donald, you might be to, you should be to relate to this. You know how you have these dreams and you, you go. How you can go back in time. See, I, could, I don't know if y'all know transfer y'all brain to time. Speaking of brain, we'll get to you, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> I could go back to places I've been before and never been there. Uh, but I know I'm supposed to be a minister. It's just in my family. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's, but I'm, I'm fighting it because I ain't right yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting it. I talked to, a, I got a, a buddy out here, um, pa- Pastor Will, Will Sullivan. Coaches, DBs, and all that. But he has his own church in Tempe. Mm-hmm. We had these conversations all the time. He said, "I don't know what you're fighting for. You, you can't. You're not gonna win. You're not gonna win it. You're gonna end up. If that's what you're calling it, that's what you're supposed to do." See, I'm thinking when I see this stuff, I'm supposed to be an orator or some sort. And maybe it's not behind a pulpit. Maybe it's in front of a something else where I'm speaking to kids. I like talking to kids. I like talking to people in general about stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, I talked to Coke probably what was it about two months ago. 
Stuff mm-hmm. like that. I like that. Putting a big, getting a bigger form and and speaking on some stuff. Well, maybe that's an evangelist. You, instead of being at one location, you mm-hmm. just go all over and spread the, spread the good news. Uh huh. Like uh, uh, I like that evangelist. That's what they call them. That's what they call them. Evangelist. I'm just gonna call it traveler. I'm gonna call. It, I'm gonna change Travelist. it. Travelist. Travelist. Yeah, I'm gonna call it a travelist. I'm a travelist. Global you know what? Travelist. No, no, good thing I just thought about that. Global travelist. I'm a travelist. You know what? I'm gonna go right here and look. Here's my problem with the church. Real quick before we go. You ready for this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be real. Yeah, yeah. Can't be real, though. This is my problem with church. Straightforward. <laughs> that collection plate come around too much. <laughs> That's like going to the club, man. You taking? I don't think I was ready for that. It does go around. <laughs> building fund, this fund, that fund. The building still look the same. Tell yeah. me, explain that, because if you can, because I don't no, want to talk about you, your church. You know no, what? no, don't criminate yourself. I, I, I really can't explain it because we send it around one time, unless mm. unless it's, it's unless it's a special something that we've announced once mm-hmm. in a head. We mm-hmm. only send it around one time on yeah. Sunday. We we don't send it around. Several well, at least times. he can. So you come, I don't understand that either. Okay, say no more. <laughs> say no more. I come to your church. Um, <laughs> if you want me to come speak at your church, just let me know. So you got to collect a lot of, enough money though. Well, uh, I might have to send it around a few more times, but we. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta send it around. You gotta send it around. No, just I'm, I'm cheap. I'm cheap. I don't even like Indiana. Why? Or Indianapolis? Why, I say. Kwame? You you told me you loved it. You told me you loved the city. That's the heartland. No, it's not. It's just, uh, Kansas. It's the circle uh, city. You know what? Is I, I went at the wrong. I went at the wrong time. Yeah, I went at did. the wrong time. But I didn't have to be outside. What I, I I I take that back. I like where I was. I was right, you know, Lucas Oil and all that stuff. I didn't have to go outside to go to Lucas Oil. I stayed in uh, JW. Mm-hmm. Everything was connected. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. It reminded me of Vegas without the machines going, hearing all the machines dropping. Yeah. Because you didn't have to go outside for anything. Yeah. It and was a long walk, but you want to walk inside or outside? Mm-hmm. Yeah, February is a bad month to go visit. It's, it's cold. It's cold right now. It's gloomy. Yeah, right now. but... Honestly, right now, with, even with you March talking Madness, about golfing today, time, you're not talking about that. We sitting in Indiana. Call me. I've changed. Okay. Well, I know. No, we're not I've changed. Well, yeah, I'm a changed. resident now. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna remember you said yeah, <laughs> one, two, three of us right here. I changed, man. But uh, no, it, it, February is a bad time for for Indy, unless the March Madness tournament, the Final Four coming up, they hosting that party. Obviously, you got the combine, but you know, it, it, to me, it's just a bad time. It, February is not a good time. You can't you can't judge it off that one month. Donald, I'm coming to your church. Now, now I'm coming to your church. <laughs> Fall Creek Parkway, Church of Christ, Indianapolis, Indiana. Fall Creek. Shout out. Parkway. Parkway. Church of Christ. Church of Christ. And you heading everything up. I am. You the boss, huh? I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> That's all I can ask. That's all I can. Just do the best you can. I, I got some good folks I'm working with. Good folks. You know what? That's Damn, we got to go to break. Listen, that's what makes people good or great, who you have around you. I've been trying yeah. to tell these guys this. Denver, you got to step it up, man. I'm trying to be great. See what I mean? You got to step See it up, I mean? man. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Kwame Sports Talk. Denver Lachey. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back, Plum Nuts. What's up, Jimmy? You told him play this. Yeah, they haven't updated my list since I gave it to them. Come on, you didn't give it to super producer. I put it in super producer's hand. Engineer Joe. Yeah, you didn't give it to him, did you? Yes. Oh, he was sick for a while. Yeah, he was out. His uh, baby, his his baby got the whole family sick. The mother, then him. Yeah. Babies tend to have that. The uh, plague. The (laughs) plague. The plague. Babies tend to have that impact on family, so. All right, uh, let's let's move on. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the worst part is when your baby's sick and you can't do anything oh, about man. it. Oh, man. You yeah, cannot exactly. do it. You not, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a doctor. You just got to give medicine and let it take its toll. Yeah. Let it work. I don't, I'm not a medicine type guy. I, I'm a, I got a heart condition, and I'm undisciplined to even take my heart medicine. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to die. <laughs> well, this body, I'm never going to die. Right. I'm never going to die. This, this body will be gone. What they say about that in the church? <laughs> this body is definitely gonna die. Yeah, you this know, body. You have to try hard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave a good corpse. Hard. It used to be a model, so I'm gonna leave this. You know, you know me. You look at me. I, you can tell I model, but I'm gonna leave a good corpse at a young age. That is crazy. I can't do that, so I gotta take that medicine. Um, hanging there saying it. Don't you? Can, you can talk if you want to. When, when I'm, they, I'm you, listening up. Oh, you when you're taking it and learning. Hey, we do got Fred Willis. So, I'm gonna let Fred talk about himself because I'm reading. Wikipedia mm-hmm. and you can, Wikipedia can you can make that whatever you want it to be of course which I don't like tell the truth well I apologize for that part uh, <laughs> Fred Willis <laughs> he played in the National Football League it says six years but he played about nine years I think right? so yeah. yeah he played nine years the good thing about him he's a Sagittarius born December 9th 1947 retired American football uh, running back played six seasons in the National Football League for Cincinnati Bengals and Houston Oilers 
So we can't wait till he call in and talk a little bit about. I want to hear a little bit more about how it ties into what you guys are doing, uh, what you do as far as the neurology, the cognitive stuff, and the and his plan eighty eight and who he has involved with it and how we get it crossed over from there to the NFL to the players. Yeah, Fred's been working really hard, in my understanding, the last couple of two, three years to get players qualified. He's passionate about it because he's noticed some, you know, issues that he's had and, and relates to, you know, the retired guys that have played. And so he has his, you know, his heart in there from what I'm seeing and he wants to help. And um, so he has become, started a study with retired players. Yeah. <clears throat> to get their brains working and to slow down any progression of any possible CT, dementia, any of that kind of stuff, and mm -hmm. cognitive functioning. So it's um, a program that's kind of new. It's a form of neurofeedback, which I talked about last time. But basically, yeah. we really, really can go to the gym for our brains just about at any age, and we can improve our functioning. If we give it feedback, it can learn, grow, based on a term called neuroplasticity. But on yeah. repetitive, repetitive visits, though, because anytime you're growing up and learning, kids, this is how they used to teach, apologies for interrupting, but it's a, uh, by memorization. Mm -hmm. that's the, I don't think that's a good way. I think repetitive uh, teaching, repetitive learning, is when kid when it sticks to you. But if you try to make me memorize a word and I don't know even know how to spell a word right. or or know what the word means, then for example, we all had this word dictionary. You had to how you spell it? Joking around, say it how you spell it. But I memorize the word. I don't because you say this is dictionary, this is dictionary, and every time I see it, that's dictionary. I don't know what it means, I'm just reading it. Right, right. So I think we remember things better when they have some kind of meaning to us. Right. You know? But anything that we retain we we have to practice, and when we practice it more and more, that repetitiveness locks it in. So we become better. So when you played, you know certain plays, you did over and over. I was the over smartest over. guy on the field when I played. Now mm -hmm. yeah, there's no lie, uh, kind of sort of a lie, but <laughs> let's just say it's not for the sake of conversation. <laughs> the um, the um, the brain. Yeah, when you when when Fred comes on, we'll talk a little bit more about that. How you can get the brain to grow, uh, slow it down from the CTEs. Right. So, so if you activate certain areas and you measure it through a brain map, also known as a quantitative EEG, we statistically analyze it through an FDA-approved database, and we can see areas that we want to work on. So th through traditional neurofeedback, which I'm going to be showing you. I'm doing, I'm doing that on Sunday, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. And we're going to uh, put a sensor in a certain area, and you're going to see your brain in action. So you oh, can wow. actually see the waves change at the different speeds, and you can control something without touching the keyboard. Can you do him oh, before wow. he leaves? Because I want to know what he, I want to <laughs> know the pastor, uh, what is it, what, what, what is it at the church? Pastor or, because I'm going to be a travelist, you're a pastor. Minister. Minister. <laughs> what is the, we'll come back to you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So we, so our brain retains that information. It gets subtle cues about how to act differently in a favorable manner when we give it information. So with, with new um, high-performance neurofeedback and working with the NFL players, mm -hmm. we send in a little signal. So we wake up the brain in those areas that have had some, some difficulties. Wow. Okay. And for a guy like, yeah, like Fred Willis here, last time he played ball was 76. Who, Fred? So even yeah. just to touch base and waking up some of those, you know, uh, memories that you were speaking on, I, I know that's that's a challenge, maybe, but you know, something. Well, that, I can imagine it shocking. being a challenge for him because if he because he's a running back. So that's, that's what 30, 40 years ago, now. Yeah, you know, if uh, I can do my math. What you do? Forty now. years ago. But even right. then, when football was played, totally different. Totally from different. How right. We played it. Yeah. 
Man, I can imagine. Yeah, different helmets and shoulder pads. And helmets? What? There was no helmets. They, was, they looked like helmets. <laughs> Things were plastic. <laughs> The things were probably, yeah. but but that banging he took as opposed to now keep and they right now in the NFL doing a lot of rule changes and from let me get in my phone because from 1996 to 2001 they were showing a lot of information that the NFL hid or didn't bring out yeah with the CTEs with the concussions and all that yeah. stuff and I'm wondering why would you do that the New York Times just put that out as this if, game is not going anywhere as if it's hidden but why even hide it right this game is not going anywhere um, so you don't have to hide that stuff just say what it is. I would rather put the ball in somebody else's court, and then you decide if you want to play this game. And now that's where I it's think that's to. what they tried to do. Yeah, but see, when, now that they, they, at one point, and you know they, they they ignored it till now. I guess now the NFL is now. But, but now the real important thing in my mind is that you can do things to help people. Yeah, that, well, that's mm-hmm. the issue is to get it out there and, and and help players. So how much of it is through a cognitive cognitive process of thinking versus the external damage received through physical contact? In other words. Uh, it sounds like a lot of the the healing process is through what we they think or how they think. So so how much additional reading or learning or anything like that can someone do throughout the process? Because does the way you think affect how your brain develops? In, ter- in other words, what what you're taking it in neurologically does it affect how your brain actually develops? Absolutely. Okay. Oh. Sure. Through your whole childhood, that whole idea about nature and nurture, what you're born with, but you won't find. You know, your brain working well if you haven't used it properly. But, excuse me, but if we, you know, give some information now that we ordinarily can't have about how to get the brain to go to get unstuck, how to go to a better place and condition it, just like we condition our bodies in the gym, then the brain starts learning that information and doing better. Mm. Uh, So I just had somebody refer their son to you. Um, He has uh, autism. He had a seizure the other day. Um, And... um, he ended up in the ER. So, you get patients like that? I do, yes. So, okay, work with so autism. Say it again. Actually, autism. I work with autism. In fact, um, neurofeedback started in the 60s, really, with seizures. That was his first application. Mm-hmm. But I do work with autism, yes. When I, for my first um, information about seizures, when uh, I think it was seizures, that you could swallow your tongue. Yeah, you could swallow. I don't yeah. know how you swallow your tongue, but it happens. I guess the muscles, are, the muscle in your body. And that's why I would say the human body, the, the brain and the heart, uh, Man, it's the most powerful thing that we don't use mm-hmm. a lot of percentage of. A lot of people don't use a percent, the most part of their percentage of their brain. That's why you have uh, average people thinking, and that's why you're above average thinking. It's not just the above well, average. It's just you just don't use most of your brain. Or they're using you, it not well. <laughs> well yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, making some bad decisions. The smartest person in the world, and I've said this time in and time out, I think the smartest person in the world is a woman. The smartest person in the world is a criminal. It's one and the same. But you know what? It's, that's just me. That's just where I come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't use your brain enough to say, uh, we might find someone with an IQ. I don't know if y'all know y'all IQ. I'm probably 130-something, but you get a... At least. Yeah, at least. 120 IQ, 120. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have a child that's gifted, but you get that gifted child to get up to 130 if he or she used his brain or been taught. Actually, that, that's interesting. You're, you're, you're correct. In fact, in fact, when well, I've done some... Well, most times I am. Go ahead. When I've done some training, <laughs> um, they, there are studies where IQ goes up actually from neurofeedback training. Now, does that mean, you know, your IQ is... 
as it's gone up because your brain is coordinated better so you can use your, your brain better and process better. In fact, you know, I worked in the school system 14 years as a school psychologist back in New York and Queens and a little bit out here 20-some-odd years ago mm. when I moved here. And a lot of these kids that are in special ed, they, they wouldn't be there if, if they were doing this Oh, don't get me on start on special ed because yeah. special ed got something to do with a white and black thing. You don't really want to hear this conversation. This, this, <laughs> it is, that special ed is because I didn't want you to go to school with my kids. So how I can do that? You know what? We'll talk about special ed another time because we yeah. do, I do want to get, uh, we yeah. have Fred on hold, but the autism stuff was huge um, when, you brought it, when I brought it up and then you expounded on it. So that's good that you deal with a lot of autism uh, foundations because I know a bunch of them. So Great. it seems like we're going to be around each other for a long time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got Fred Willis. Fred Willis, are you there? Yes, hi. How are you, Kwame? Supposed to be on hold. He's supposed to be on hold. Hello? You got to let him go. Fred Willis, check yeah, one, two. Can you hear me? Fred, are you with us? Yes, hi, Kwame. How are you? I, I can't hear him, uh, Joseph. Can't hear me? Oh, Fred, we can't hear you right now. Uh, well, barely can hear you, so uh, Joseph's working on that right now. Yeah. Hello? Oh, okay, there you go. There you go. Fred, welcome to the show. Kwame La Sports Talk, Demer Lachey. We have your buddy Sandy Silverman in here. Uh, I wanted to get your take. I, I was trying to explain a little bit or, or give a little bit of information about you, but I'd rather, as, as I mentioned, I'd rather you do that yourself because I'm going to add something or leave something out, and that's not doing you a, a, a good service. Sure, sure. But you played in the National Football League. Was it six or nine years or nine years, something like eight, that? Eight years. Eight years. Eight See, years. I'm in, right, I'm in between years. somewhere. Eight years when you play football is a long career. Yes, for a running back. Yes. Woo. Defensive backs, brother, can play as long as they want, you know. Easy. <laughs> <No>. Easy. <laughs> Speak on it, Fred. Speak on it, Fred. Well, I, no, you know what? I, I know you're being funny because that's, that's uh, the way. I, you must mean corner. Well, I came in as a corner, but I ended up moving the same. Nah, he said it right. He said DBs. He, he's speaking on the whole when they speak, when they speak, No, when they speak DBs, you know who they talk about? Safeties. Yeah. They talk about safeties, really. But then you, you say corner for a cornerback. They just stand back there and, and come up when the piles, uh, everybody's all piled up. Right. They come up and put their hand on everybody. Just to be in the scene, right? Just, just to be there. <laughs> Fred, I'm about to uh, get you off this show. I, I was looking forward to hearing from I you. Like Fred. I like Fred. I like Fred. I'm, it's, it's I was Fred. looking forward to hearing what you got going on. But this Fred Willis from talking uh, about, about my craft. Eight hey. NFL years and playing at Boston College, that's additional four professional years But the as reason well. I'm not going to hang up on him, because that's my brother right there. That's my brotherhood right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> That's my brother. He played in the league. I'm, I came in after you, so you got a lot yeah. of information on what uh, what the uh, CTEs. Uh, and right, I do want right. to get some information on how you spearhead and, and what you're doing right now where it benefits not only guys like yourself, guys yeah. like me, uh, guys moving forward. Yeah, as, as being an NFL brother as you are, you're, you're astutely aware of the concussion crisis that we're going through here. You know, basically, um, the the amount of concussions we received, not only just in the NFL, but over our whole playing careers, you know, have mounted up. And uh, now there's this dreaded disease that I would say <clears throat> the statistics now are 85 to 90 percent of anyone who played in the NFL uh, is, has a possibility of having CTE. 
Now, CTE is a term for chronic traumatic encephalopathy, right. which is what um, many of our, as you know, many of our brothers have, uh, has driven them to suicide. Uh, Junior Sales and Dave Dorison, Dorison. Andre Waters, on and on. There's a, unfortunately, there's a long list. And um, I got into this uh, situation, uh, started my company about three and a half years ago. Um, I had had a personal experience uh, of my own uh, that uh, I was I was diagnosed with a very very serious uh, illness about six years ago. And it was, uh, I was diagnosed with end-stage liver disease, and uh, the only way I was going to survive was to uh, have a liver transplant. So I waited about three and a half years for that. Just to give you some background, why did I, why is a, a retired NFL player with no medical background get into this? So I <clears throat> spent, you know, pretty much three and a half years uh, waiting on this, uh, in and out of the hospital quite a bit. And one of the major, major symptoms of end-stage liver disease is uh, full-blown dementia. It's something mm-hmm. called hepatic encephalopathy versus chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is the issue with concussion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the symptoms are, are the same. Uh, so uh, for, for about three and a half years, I, I experienced uh, severe symptoms of dementia. So I really, and, and interestingly enough, uh, when I was diagnosed, uh, the the suicides started right, right, literally. I think the same week. So I don't know. There was just a parallel there that was amazing. And then me experiencing uh, dementia, you know, uh, really uh, connected me with with our brothers who had the same disease and what they were experiencing in the end when they when they committed suicide. So. Given that experience, uh, I, you know, I had done many things in my life, business-wise, but if I had gotten better, uh, if I did get better and survived this, I was going to see if I could come up with something <clears throat> that could, you know, um, affect, affect this, you know? So, um, you know, I was fortunate. Uh, I started doing research on what I thought could be a form of treatment that we could use for, um, you know, our brothers. And you got a, uh, and, Fred, and so Fred, you got a, uh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of information out there. Uh, I definitely appreciate what you're doing. But you have a, um, how do um, these guys, because you mentioned something after the game. You, you know, like I know, when you get mm-hmm. done playing, your insurance runs out five years. How do we get this situation taken care of right. where these guys can afford exactly. to even go see a Sandy right. Silverman. Right. Here's, here's what we're doing, okay, and I've been doing this now for three and a half years. Sandy, uh, Dr. Silverman is, is, is uh, the lead investigator for my clinical trial study that is now underway in Phoenix. Mm. So I'm going in is, Sunday, is, by the way. He is the, uh, the, the person who will be treating uh, re- the retired players who qualify for the study in Phoenix, which is now underway. Now, the, the, the studies uh, in the program that I've put together is, is pretty expansive. Um, not only do we um, get the player a very, very, very extensive <clears throat> neurological exam, okay, and, and then we use that information to assist them in 
getting something called the 88 plan benefits. Uh, the 88 plan was is a benefit for vested retired NFL players who have traumatic brain injury. It was is that Mackey? Six years. Well, yeah, yeah it, it came out of the last uh, uh, settlement agreement. Right. It was negotiated by the NFL and the PA. And so this benefit is available to players if they can prove they have dementia. Now, that threshold of diagnosis uh, is, is very, very complicated. And, you know, I know how to go about the process. Um, so, you know, we get the exams, which will probably take anywhere from six to nine hours um, at, uh, with a board certified. Now, the, the, the neurologist has to be board certified. Six to nine hours. That's, that's going to be tough. I'm getting players uh, into these exams all over the country. And um, it's a very expensive exam. So the, the NFL, you know, knew what they were doing. Uh-huh. Um, most players certainly would not even know how to go about getting the 88 plan benefit. We do that for them. And the, the standard here, uh, Kwame, to understand here and to know is that if, the, if we get the player qualified for the 88 plan, he gets accepted into it for this benefit, which is now $130,000 a year for life, then he automatically, in my opinion, automatically will qualify for the concussion lawsuit. So, so we do kind of three things in these studies we have going on around the country. Um, in that we we diagnose, um, we treat, and we get rid of the the burden for our brothers uh, worrying about whether or not they're going to get this benefit. Because you know what I do is I push right to the limit on these on the uh, concussion lawsuit in the in the ADA plan. What kind of pushback and, are you getting from the? Um NFL or whomever you have to talk to as far well, as getting I, this I information don't, out. I don't get any pushback from the NFL. I think basically the NFL has a picture of me in Goodell's office, you know, with a dartboard. <laughs> so but, so, uh, so is the plan should follow through then. And what I mean by pushback, like resistance. Like So if you're saying you're not getting well, any. You know, brother, you know what the resistance is. They, you know, we didn't get our concussions playing in the NFL. Oh, right, right, I mean, right. Let's start there. You know, the NFL's been in denial. Uh, for forty years, um, they were pushed into this lawsuit. They finally conceded just last week. I'm sure you saw the article that came out where that uh, highly placed NFL uh, person source admitted that uh, the connection between uh, playing in the NFL and, and CTE yeah. right. that I was amazing. That. I don't know. How, I, I don't know if I doubt he's working for the NFL anymore, but. <laughs> You know, but that's it, funny, it, though. That's, that's, that's actually funny because when guys, when you're hiding things and you're part of an organization, you are reserved to keep your mouth shut, but then your conscience yeah. actually catches oh, up with amazed. you. I was amazed. I was absolutely amazed. When, when, But they pressed him at some, you know, the NFL is also worried about losing their, their you know, pricey little uh, tax benefits. So when anytime they screw around with Congress, you know, Congress could pull that, uh, pull that benefit from them at any time, but anyway, they got this guy to admit it. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why he did, to be honest. But his it conscience was, great was killing thing. him. Yeah, I mean, uh, so you know, the the point is, we knew this anyway. We've always known this. Um, you know, it was nice for him to say that. It doesn't mean anything because 
unless someone is going to uh, take the stance that I do with with our brothers and and fight for these benefits, they're not going to get them. And and there, it's, there's a real trick to this, and we know what the trick is. You know, we've got the secret sauce to get this done. So, if players who enter our studies in the in the Phoenix area, um, and I, w- I would like to reach out to any guys that are having issues with dementia. They know who they are. The problem we have here, the history that I've understood for the last three years, is that you know our brothers are in denial. They really don't want people to know they're going through these behavior issues. You well, know? Yeah. well, you even have like and, the NFL owners. So, yeah, they don't want anyone right to now. know. Now, the, but the problem is this. You know, and I get right down to it, and and with them too. You know, the problem is the people that see this disease firsthand are are families, wives, children, people like that, because they're the ones that are get taking the abuse here. Now, so the fact that I'm a, a retired NFL player and one of us, I have, you know, I have a great. Uh, you know, trust that's been built with our guys, and and I and I tell them something, and I do it. So, um, you know, for the guys that are coming into the study in Phoenix, they're going to receive a, 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 a Sandy could talk at some point, I guess, about neurofeedback. He's the expert, but Sandy's Sandy yeah, been doing a pretty good job uh, so far. Yeah, that's why I wanted well, to talk this, to you uh, about that. You know, this this treatment is amazing. It's amazing. Well, we'll see. And I'm gonna go in there and see I, what I gotta we, tell you know you this, what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> We've been doing the studies for three years. We've done, there's something we do in the study called a brain map where we take a picture of the player's brain when we start the study. And it tells us everything about his brain. It, it shows uh, hot spots in the brain where he's had concussions, areas of the brain that have been affected by the disease, et cetera, et cetera. It's an amazing tool we use for treatment. So <clears throat> we will be doing this with the players. Now, in the case of every player, I've treated close to 100 players right now. Oh, wow. The studies under the, uh, underway around the country will incorporate well over 200 players with dementia. So this is a major, major uh, step forward in this area. And uh, to my knowledge, uh, the only form of treatment that I know of is neurofeedback. It, it seems to be able to work. What, yeah. And when I say it works, we have done uh, brain maps on players uh, three years ago that we <coughs> started uh, out with. And we have, uh, amazingly, we have seen after three years no change in the brain map whatsoever. So the players, what happens is the players who are having behavior issues, the, this downward spiraling of behavior, you know, it's very noticeable. And when they get into treatment, we have the ability with this device to literally stop the decline. Okay, now, if when I say decline, if you talk about, let's talk about one player, Junior Seau, and how he declined till the time he... Well, he had, a couple, he had a couple incidents where it didn't work out for him, and then the last one finally did because he was suffering through this stuff uh, from what right. we get after, well, after the fact. All, all of those guys were suffering through right. it. You know, a lot of times when I speak around the country, to, to, depending on who I'm speaking with, I, I kind of relate um, CTE and post-concussion syndrome to alcoholism and drug addiction because it's the same pattern. 
Uh, I would say, um, and I know this because I'm very close with this uh, neurologist here, one of the top neurologists in the world is in Boston where I'm based. His name is Dr. Robert Stern, and, and Dr. Stern is the guy who did all the autopsies on the NFL players, and he's a colleague of mine and a friend, but... Um, you know, he knows the history behind the players who went through how, this. If he, if he did all the autopsies, and, um, how the, is, is he allowed to give that information out? I mean, he, him being a doctor, well, we, but if he's know, working we, with the yeah, NFL. I mean, that, that information is public knowledge. I mean, right. okay. and, and to, to answer your question, um, everything that we do in our clinical trial study, which will be done in Phoenix, is all uh, protected under the privacy rules of HIPAA. So nobody can, uh, the good thing about the study we do is nobody can no names. Uh, get this information. I don't, I can go, I can go in, I can go in there under an alias, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you, you come in and we assign you a, a, a number. You know, we don't assign, you know, your name. So it's all very highly confidential. See, you um, must, we, you, could lose, we could lose our license. It seemed like, it, it, it seemed like the proof is in the pudding. Like, it's, it's literally like, you know, with right. Jerry Jones speaking out on it, talking about he doesn't acknowledge. He said absurd, too. Yeah. Well, I can explain what Jerry Jones is doing. Okay. But just getting back to the study, I think this mm-hmm. would be a great thing. I'd like to reach out. Um, I got great cooperation. Um, from the NFLPA there locally. They're, they distributed a letter for me. Uh, the important thing to note here is, you know, I try to reach out to every retired player in that area there, but... Well, so far, uh, I am the... Uh, send me that letter, because I am the acting, and I am acting. Um, oh, really? President. Oh, John Bronson? John Bronson was uh, the president? Let me finish. I know you had a couple concussions. Let me finish. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I was a running back. Right, he was blocking all the time. <laughs> Here you go, don't, don't, don't be comparing to that as safety. <laughs> but no, um, NFL alumni president, and then um, we having a um, a meeting come in, coming in April about reorganizing the chapters and well, yeah, the officers, yeah. if you will. John Bronson, yeah. he's he does the pack. Uh, that's his uh, yeah. his thing. But he's a, he's one of the good guys, though. Uh, I like yeah, John. He's been very cooperative. I will send you the email that we we're sending out to the players. And again, what we want to do here, uh, there's no agenda on my part. Uh, my background and the trust I've got with the players, there's no cost to this. Um, you know, we we fight like hell to get them into the 88 plan. And so uh, it's a great, great program. I mean, we have you know, over the course of the last three years, we have literally increased quality of life to players who have been suffering. We've saved marriages, saved families. I mean, it's a wonderful experience. And if you've got this this particular disease, uh, you know, please get a hold of me, and we can we can start working on it. Um, so, you know, um, I appreciate anything you could do to get the word out. That's basically how we do it. I, I don't have an affiliation and don't want one with the PA or the mm-hmm. alumni or I the NFL you. because I, it, everything we do in these trial studies is independent. It's even independent of my company. So basically, um, you know, um, 
doctor will be be handling all of this stuff uh, okay. for the players in 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 Phoenix, Dr. Silverman, and it is independent. Uh, we don't want I don't want to have any kind of influence on HBN Neurologic on the results of the study or anything like that, which is just the best way to go here. So. We get we have gotten great results. We have really helped a lot of players, and they've stayed uh, they've stayed well. Uh, we seem to be able to have leveled them off uh, at that point when they finished the study. Very few players have, interestingly enough, very few players have come back for more treatment. They've just gotten better and stayed better. So now the brain maps that we take uh, in this particular study that Dr. S- Dr. Silverman is going to be doing. We will take a pre and post brain map, and the brain map is very, very key. It really is the key to our success to show that we we are making progress here because we see a dramatic change in the brain map at the end of the study. So all of those hot spots now have improved the player's feeling better. Now then we also, as part of the study, bring the player back 3, 6, 9, and 12 months and do another brain map to see what what their status is. So it's it's a very effective program. Um, the 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 fact that we can put to rest issues with the ADA plan and the lawsuit is is just a wonderful thing for our guys because they, they you know they know if they classify and we get them classified uh, in any one of those six classes, which is compensation for the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's behind them, and they can you know there are there is. They have all kinds of options at that point. Players who may be struggling financially, if they get classified when we do this for them, they have they could actually there are there are groups out there that I'm not affiliated with, but that players can get advances against their settlement monies uh, once we prove they have it. Uh, there's a lot of good things that great things that come out of this. So, Fred Willis, I appreciate you coming in, calling in. Actually, um, let yes. me say this. Uh, we Demery, myself, and uh, Kurt. Whenever he comes back from the beach, but <laughs> we, you could come on this show anytime. That information is very important. And then we have a uh, yeah, contact here yeah. with uh, San, Dr. Sandy Silverman. So right. uh, that yeah, is Kwame. If, if you can give your email address to, to Dr. Silverman, I will send you. Uh, I will send you a bunch of stuff to bring you up stuff on what we do. I think you'll enjoy reading it. And any kind of outreach to our brothers there would be would be very very helpful. We want to get the message out, and and keep in mind the guys that are going to respond are the ones that we that are having problems. And and unfortunately, there's there's nothing else out there as far as I know that to help us. I mean, once we're released from the NFL, we're on our own, and they could care less. You know? I, I am on it. Once I get the information, I gave Dr. Silverman my um, email, and yeah, great, I great. definitely would. Uh, well, I enjoyed well, reading. I enjoyed being on your show. Thank Anytime, you. brother. I appreciate you calling yes. in. And if I can help in any other way, just let me know because you will have my information. Right. I give him my. He has my number, so you get everything you need on how All to right. reach me. Just Great. call the right phone. Thank you. Thanks, it's Fred. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Fred. All right. All right, but take care. Take care. That that was, uh, that was great. Fred Willis, eight-time that NFL veteran. Phenomenal. And, was, and I tried to just well let him needed. talk. Yeah. yeah, that was well needed to be so, said for sure. Now I can't wait to read the information. And now I can't wait to come in and see what I'm about. We will do it this Sunday. Yeah. Sunday is Easter, right? Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Uh, I, I don't believe <laughs> is it. Is it okay? It is fine. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about the minister. <laughs> That's a big day for uh, the church. Eh? <laughs> Before we get, get, get out of here, we got to get out of here. I preach, uh, appreciate Donald T. Eason, 
minister and uh, future senator. Uh, Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime, man. You call in when you uh, become a when you get elected. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Sanders, we will talk more. I appreciate you Thank coming you. back in. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks on behalf for of uh, Demery Lachey. Yeah, we'll recap this tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Browns Friday. just signed RG three. I don't know why. We'll but talk about that tomorrow. Kansas play tonight, so make sure you go to your local bar. Oh boy. And uh, drink. You want to come to the bar with me, Doc? I mean, Pastor. I, I mean, I, Minister. I appreciate the offer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we out. <laughs> for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.